This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Welcome to the Horror Show, show dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other cult classics. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Hello, Joe. What's going on? Uh, nothing, nothing. Happy Halloween, everyone. It's Halloween right, today. today. It's Halloween. And do we have the... You know, we saved the best for last with the Halloween franchise. <laughs> So I realized I've never seen this movie. Nah, I thought we did. I thought we watched it when we did that Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, thought I did too, level. Joe, but I don't remember any of this, and it's not in my letterbox. I checked today. Hmm. <laughs> I think I might have fibbed in that episode. However, I I, <laughs> I, I, I do think it might have been. Well, like you said, it was like I think it might have been like the Jamie Lee or like one of the Halloween ones where we already had to watch like fourteen fucking movies because that's when we were. <laughs> Overzealous and uh, dude, the Jimmy Lee one we watched like her entire discography <laughs> or filmography somehow. Like, so like I think I I I think I might adjust. Well, also I mean spoilers. She's not in the fucking. Movie. <laughs> she's in the first five minutes of the movie. Ultimate uh, slap in the face. Too. So here's the thing. I do remember that beginning. I remember that beginning for sure. That I I watched that. I did not. I never. I don't think I ever sat through the rest of it. I think I was like, you know what? I've seen them fucking enough, which is fair. So, okay. <laughs> it's weird because I remember having the conversation because I, I distinctly remember being very fired up about Buster Rhymes like narrating what he's watching on the TV, which when I watched it this time, I was like, why was I that mad about it? It was literally like for 15 seconds, but that's all that stuck in my head was, was Buster Rhymes talking about what he's watching on the TV as he's watching it and while he's walking to the door. Um, I hated this when we did it for Jamie Lee Curtis. I was like, this is the biggest piece of shit. I'm not, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say it's a good movie by any means. And, and in terms of this franchise, it is an abomination, but I had way more fun with it. Like I, I didn't, I didn't, I did not mind sitting through this one bit. Sean, Buster Rhymes yells "Why and does karate multiple times during this movie. And the, the things that some of his one-liners are 
Some of the best one-liners you'll hear in a movie. No, Joe, that's fucking nuts. They're not even one-liners. He says, like, trick or treat, which... Trick or treat, motherfucker? Which is that a, is a one-liner, buddy. Which is a, But it's a nod to the movie's title, which he's in. You know, like... Well, I guess it's Halloween night, too. It's Halloween night also, but... Halloween... Uh, burn, motherfucker, burn? That's not a fucking, like, one-liner, dude. That's just saying something that people have already said in the past. Michael Myers is a killer shark with baggy no, ass overalls. I'm playing that. I'm playing that <laughs> monologue at the end of the episode. We will. I will play the audio for that because that was one of the fucking most insane things I've ever heard. Um, hey, Mikey, happy fucking Halloween, dude. Buster Rhymes talks out the like he distorts his mouth, <laughs> so he just talks out the side of his mouth the entire time. I don't know why he chose to do that, but it's incredible. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Bruce Lee Wayaz, unbelievable. <laughs> dude, dude. And building in why he's doing that into the beginning of the movie as if it fucking matters. Like that's that's what we needed for like <laughs> that's what we needed for like character development. Why Buster Rhymes might know karate. <laughs> I mean you could have developed any of the other characters in this movie because they barely have fucking names. They're barely fucking. They are. They're as disposable as disposable could be. Like <laughs> you, you have, you have so many of them crammed into a house, <laughs> and then you have an internet pen pal outside <laughs> of the house who's arguably like the most important character out of all of them. But he's somehow sending text messages that deliver one letter at a time. <laughs> when that when that girl's receiving them, they're coming in one letter at a time. It's like. A slow reveal of what his message. It's like the that Kelly, was never a thing. It's like the Kelly Rowland on the XL on Earth. <laughs> yeah. How? Like, why did nobody be like, "Hey, uh, that's not actually how text." Like, e- even in two thousand two, that, that's not how it worked. No, you had to pay no. to text. You yeah. had to pay to te- send text, like ten cents a text. But yeah. uh, <laughs> never one letter at a time. I'd throw my phone out the window if somebody's messaging me. It came in like that, and especially if it was life or death, like in this movie. Uh, if yeah. anyone could make an app uh, that that is a messaging app that does that, I I want to get in on the ground level of that. <laughs> um, before we totally get into it, uh, I want to just shout out a few people here. Uh, shout out uh, Brady Bonus. I think that's a fake last name, but uh, he sent in an email. Uh, he's somebody that won the. Um, That won the uh, Exorcist codes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're saying, saying it very slowly. <laughs> I know, because I'm trying to pull up other things. Uh, he's one of the people that won the Exorcist codes, but he uh, he had a funny story. Um, but I did. I he had a couple notes in the email that made me laugh. So one was that he was talking about how his wife got him to watch the exorcist again after being like traumatized by it, by a kid. And he was like, he just said, Pazuzu is an absolute buffoon. Um, and I just love that. We're bringing that to light on this show rather than just, you know, just saying the obvious about the fucking exorcist pointing out that fucking Pazuzu is the ultimate fucking troll. <laughs> The ultimate rapscallion. <laughs> the ultimate rapscallion. Uh, but he also said this, he had a note about the Exorcist Believer. Uh, he's currently listening to the Exorcist Believer episode. 
Uh, and in interviews, David Gordon Green has confirmed, and this, he's telling us this like it's going to make us happy, but it's not. It, to me, it made <laughs> me more mad. David Gordon Green has confirmed that the demon in the movie is not Pazuzu. It's Lamashtu, a rival of Pazuzu in Mesotopian mythology. Uh, and he says, so I guess at least that didn't tarnish Pazuzu's name. Yeah, but why did why, he know that? Why, yeah, why did we, when Chris came, he's like, I've been expecting you. Like, <laughs> about time we meet again. <laughs> Fuck. Um, and by the way, I I love I love people like Brady because they're good sports about us not liking movies, obviously. Because yes. he said he didn't hate the movie. He actually... He, oh, no. He didn't like it. He said, I didn't hate the movie, but it's the most painfully okay movie I've seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> which good for you uh but thank you for those notes i liked that note about the exorcist uh q76 does the same like he's like i mean i like this movie but he still he still fucks with us and i respect that because so that's what it is because we're the pazuzus of the fucking horror podcast <laughs> just talking some dumb shit saying shit we don't mean coming back a year later and being like <laughs> i said that about that <laughs> Yeah. I don't even remember watching Halloween Resurrection. We did probably two episodes on it. <laughs> uh, also, uh, we had some... I Warner Brothers hooked us up with some extra codes for our Patreon members. Uh, so I'll be sending those out to uh, Felicia F., Jeffrey D., Crystal G., and Nicole R. Uh, you'll be getting an email soon. Uh, I'll post it on the Patreon page, but those those are just for our Patreon members. I, I decided to get some extras just to give out to them. So I don't, I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing that more often when we get those codes. Nice. So. And shout out shout out to our fans. There was multiple people who, when we did the Exorcist episode, I mentioned like the behind the scenes where the guy talks about. Uh, being in a room that was like negative 5,000 degrees, yeah. uh, more than one person was like, Hey, this is what you're talking about. And like, they found the entire documentary that aired. Oh, really? And then, and then uh, I talked about that movie where people danced and their feet fell off <laughs> the footloose spoof. And people were like, Oh, yeah, it's this that aired on VH1. So thank you. Thank you for all. Yeah, that, that message stuff. was crazy. Uh, because that I honestly thought Joe made that movie up. <laughs> No, dude. Me and Paul, me and Paul skipped a party yeah, at Chestnut. Two, two reliable sources. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. I mean, actually, it's true. Memories of uh, savants. Uh, all right. So, that's that. That's my house cleaning. That's my house cleaning. Um, resurrection. Resurrection. Resurrection can I tell, can I, Have you heard what John Carpenter has said about Resurrection. A uh, man who has famously said that he hasn't uh, watched any of the sequels. I I I have one quote. What do you have? Uh, so he did, he has watched Resurrection of yeah. all of them, and he was saying his exact quote was, "I watched the one in that house with all the cameras. Oh my God! Oh Lord God!" And then this guy gives a speech at the end about violence. What the hell? Oh my Lord! I couldn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I'm fucking talking about. Uh, <laughs> that. John Carpenter hit the nail on the head with that. That that last speech is fucking insane, Joe. That last speech is like, <laughs> dude, Buster Rhymes is sudden, like not even like a normal hero ending, like just way out of line being like, this fucking guy kills people, you sick fucks. <laughs> Says the guy uh, using the home of uh, tragic murders 
tragic murders uh, for an online show. Right. <laughs> Dude, I kind of liked how they were poking fun at reality TV, which still holds true today. Because Busta, Busta gives a speech during that, and he's like, America doesn't like reality. They find it fucking boring. Like, you have to put shit in these shows to get people invested. I was like, you know what? If this wasn't a Halloween movie, it would be a pretty good like indictment of the reality TV culture. Yeah. Okay. I I think it needs a lot of work all around, but I I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Like there's, there's shittier, there's lower budget found footage movies that do this better, but I think they could have done something really fucking cool with the idea. Like you're saying, and the reality aspect I, I liked, I did think there was something there. It's actually yeah, crazy like. how badly you can make this fucking movie. Like, I mean, you dude, you just have Michael Myers. It's just an IP. You slap them in it. You just have to get the fucking mask right. Give them a fucking knife. I mean, they failed. They failed that. Yes, failed. <laughs> like, this is like this is. It's like a catastrophic failure on like. And you can't. You can't kill, like the, the pro the protagonist of all protagonists in horror movies, Laurie Strode. Once you kill her in again, spo- I'm not, I'm not gonna say spoilers for Resurrection. <laughs> Once you kill Jamie or Laurie Strode in the first ten minutes, why would any any sane minded viewer be invested for anything that happens in the end? What is the point of that? Even Unless just never show up at back. the end and do that. Yeah, you kill her at the end. Yeah. At least like. Us as the viewer, we're holding on hope. Like, when's Lori going to come back? You know, what's she going to do? How's she going to win this time? That would be a shock to yes. kill her at the end. Yes. To kill her in the beginning is you just groan and be like, what the fuck? Do I, what am I doing here? <laughs> Dude, it's fucking nuts. That beginning is is wild. That That is wild. M- Michael framing yeah, and- somebody. <laughs> Retconning the end of H2O. Wait, wait. wait okay, flashbacks. Okay. okay. Wait, 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 wait. This has to be the most insane worst retcon of all time, right? Oh, I agree. Dude, this is like the most psychotic. You have to do so much. Dude, just start the franchise over. What are you even doing? Just (laughs) fucking ignore everything. Just pretend like nothing fucking happened because no one gives a shit. No one cares. Just fucking pretend like it didn't happen and move on. Just say Michael's back. Like, well, that's weird. He <laughs> chopped off his head. <laughs> I guess he's just supernatural, right? We've already established that. Doing, telling that tale at the beginning and having us, dude. And I actually went back to H2O, watched that ending to see how that works. I mean, it's insane. It's fucking nuts. That's not what happened. <laughs> so, so on on that note, um, two things I wanted to share to you, which you probably already know. But H two O was Jamie Lee Curtis's idea, apparently, and she wanted to end the franchise by having Laurie kill off Michael for good. Uh, once the script was ready, Jamie Lee Curtis asked why the ending was left open, and she was told that there is a clause in the contract. Somehow, I don't know who signed this contract or who wrote this contract and why there's even a clause for Michael Myers, but Michael Myers cannot be killed off. So Jamie Lee Curtis didn't know that going into H2O and she was pissed because she wanted H2O to be the last film. It's 20 years later. She thought it would have been an appropriate ending. Um, She agrees. Well, I don't know if she agrees if she was contractually obligated to be in Resurrection, but I 
think she was pretty happy that she was killed off immediately. Uh, and then Daniel Farrens, who wrote part six, he did the Cult of Thorns, which, by the way, I kind of fuck with part six, like, pretty heavily. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, he wrote uh, a seven and an eight, but seven got turned into H2O, and he was like, I'm fine with that. Eight is still going to work. And his screenplay, his pitch for part eight was that once the hell breaks loose and the murders begin, like Michael Myers is back and everyone's like, what the fuck? He died at the end of H2O. Goes back to Haddonfield. Everything starts going to shit again. Uh, Tommy takes the role of Loomis. You know, Paul Rudd's character takes the role of Loomis. And then at the big finale... Tommy unmasks Michael Myers and reveals that it is Laurie Strode. And Michael Myers did, in fact, get his head chopped off at the end of H2O. And Laurie lost her mind and started donning the mask and killing everybody. Wait, what? What? Yes, that, that was that was what uh, the guy the guy pitched for part eight. But instead, we got reality TV. That would have worked so. <laughs> That would have worked, that so worked way better. I, I kind of fuck with it. I'm not going to lie. That would have worked so much better. Uh, and speaking of other uh, things or other options. Um, wait, was that the one that was Lord of the Dead? Yes. Uh, yeah, that was a subtitle for eight. Yeah, Yeah, that was a subtitle for eight. Yeah. Instead, they brought in this asshole, Larry Brand. <laughs> Only because they shared an agent. Go figure. Um, and then he was like, let's mix it with reality television. And his original pitch was Halloween, <laughs> Halloween with the subtitle, Michael Myers.com. <laughs> I wish they did that. Dude, if some, if your writer handed that to you, you'd fire him immediately. You'd be like, this is, this is done. I'm not doing creative what? differences. This is, yeah. You're gone. Motherfucker. It's fucking nuts. You put a domain as the fucking Halloween comma Michael Myers.com. You imagine how fucking dumb that would have been. Um, yeah, that's fucking idiotic. Anyway, I, I don't like this. Uh, and the, what you were saying with the clause, it's a clause that uh, Mustafa Akkad had when he would license out the, 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 the IP so other people could make the movies, but he, you couldn't, because it was his franchise, truly, uh, you couldn't kill off his, his baby boy. Rest in peace, Mustafa. Yeah, R.I.P., but you should have let him fucking do it, because who gives a shit? It's a fucking movie. You just make another one. <laughs> you don't have to fucking... You know, imagine thinking that. Like, imagine thinking, like, you couldn't just make a second one where he's just back <laughs> without leaving it open-ended. Like, just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or just start fresh, because that's really what this fucking needed. <laughs> Truly fucking needed. Uh, What else we got? Um... Uh, there's a woman in this. She plays Sarah. Uh, one of her big things in this movie is she screams very loud. Uh, I'll be honest. Uh, she doesn't in particularly scream very loud or have a unique scream by any means. Uh, but it also turns out, which is weird. Like you watch it and everyone's like, oh my God, the scream on this woman is crazy. Uh, turns out that was uh, dubbed in post-production because she... 
It says, quote, her in- inability to scream. <laughs> Which is a weird inability. <laughs> a weird inability, and also I feel like, you know, casting probably. Could have just hired someone else. Pick, picked up on that. <laughs> we had to have her. We had to have Bianca. Bianca. Yeah. <laughs> God forbid we lose her. Girl from that episode of Dawson's Creek. <laughs> uh, Resurrection was released Halloween or July 12th, not Halloween at all. July yeah, 12th, that, that, would, that would make way too much sense. So. <laughs> God forbid they, they help themselves out at all. The film peaked at number four on its opening weekend. Uh, beating, getting beat by Men in Black 2, fair. Road to Perdition. That's good. And, and Reign of Fire, but one of Buzz's Oh, hell yeah. Movies. <laughs> I, I like it a little less now. <laughs> Dragons and McConaughey and dude, Hale? Let's go. Dude, isn't Sean Connery the voice of the dragon? Is that true? I don't <laughs> I just remember the two guys in it. Wait, wait, wait. Sean Connery dragon. Maybe that's a different dragon movie. Oh, that's Dragonheart. That's Dragonheart. Okay. All right. <laughs> dude, remember Dragonheart? Dennis Sean, Quaid? Drunk ass, drunk ass Sean Connery doing the voice of a dragon. <laughs> That dragon was stupid looking. Dude, I'm looking at pictures. That's really fucking bad. (laughs) That is not great. Not great. It honestly almost looks like it's like a cartoon, sort of. Yeah, it was like it was like Jim Henson. Yeah, it's rough. Um, (laughs) uh, Dragonheart. What's worse, this or Dragonheart? You're gonna say Dragonheart. Um, Dude, are you kidding me? <laughs> see that fucking dragon? <laughs> Dennis Quaid's hair in that movie. <laughs> I noticed that in one of the pictures. It's so crazy. Um, okay, so let's get into Resurrection. Do you remember that movie? Do you remember that movie with Dennis Quaid? Like, like it's about dogs that fucking. Dude, dogs that fucking die, but then like get reincarnated as another dog and like find their find their owners again. I just remember the trailer of Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid is just being like an average man, but then he looks at a dog and then like it has the jaw shot on his face and him just being like, like he recognizes (laughs) his dog from a past life. (laughs) Well, he's got a dog's purpose in 2017. That's it. That's it. That's it. And a sequel, A Dog's Journey, because they could just. Keep racking up the sequels if I mean, the dog yeah, never keep, dies. Keep reincarnating. <laughs> I, I think that's what it was. A dog's journey. Is that what a dog's purpose? A dog's purpose. I'm pretty sure I was. I was. I was made to download these for your your wife. No, no, dude. Oh wait, no, that was. Don't don't, don't don't do that to me. <laughs> Cry for weeks. Every dog happens for a reason. <laughs> Like, like, please, please, if you're listening to this, just watch the trailer, because that, that shot of Quaid's face, like, realizing that his dog might be a past dog. <laughs> what, Dude, hey, fun fact, f- four fucking dogs must die in this movie, because Josh Gad plays the voice of Bailey, Ellie, Tino, and Buddy, which are all reincarnations of, quote, boss dog. <laughs> Who was the main protagonist? So that dog dies. 
Then Bailey dies, then Ellie dies, then Tino dies, and then we what get fucking, Buddy. What a movie. That's fucking nuts. I made $205 million at the box office. Get the Who's fuck going out to see here? this? God. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Dude, the opening scene is a fucking puppy being euthanized. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking insane. $250 million. Dude, wait. The way they describe this is so nuts. Uh, <laughs> weeks later, he... In 19, this is literally the first sentence. In the 1950s, a feral pup, a feral puppy wonders about life's true purpose, which is hilarious to begin with. <laughs> Weeks later, he is caught by dog catchers and whisked away to the pound to be euthanized. Jeez. Dude, using whisked away. <laughs> Can you... Can you pull up? Can you pull up the trailer? I just want, I, I want to see your reaction when you see Quaid's face. You can honestly cut this out, but I feel no, like people. No, if you're on we'll, Patreon, you'll see. We'll it, right? fucking leave it in because I was gonna play uh, the end of Halloween anyway. Yeah, so let's put something unrelated to our topic. <laughs> Twenty-four minutes in, I hate that meme that everyone sends us about the fucking show. Like at, at minute forty-five, being like, "All right, let's dive into this." But I hate it because it's it's fucking accurate. It's completely (laughs) fucking accurate. All right. Wait, 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 wait. Why is that playing out of those fucking speakers? I don't want that. Um, All right. Whatever. Fuck it. Uh, How do I do this? Present share screen. Chrome tabs. A dog's purpose. All right. It's already depressing. Dude, the trailer is just. Never mind. I'm not gonna say. It. Anyway, here we go. I'm not gonna pause the show. Paul up the show. Can you hear that? Are we here for a reason? Yeah. Is there a point to any of this? That's a dog talking about it. Why does food taste? That must be the fucking opening dog, where he says he's contemplating life. So much better in the trash. This was me, and then this was me. Then I came back as this little guy. A lot of lives for one dog to live. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's start at the beginning. I'm a new soul. <laughs> me, it all began with a boy. His name was Ethan. Bailey, 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 Bailey. My name was Bailey, 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 Bailey. No! Come on, Bro. Bailey, do it. What does he want? Fed that me? dog a coin. Whenever life got most irresponsible know, owners exactly ever. Exactly what to do. Ready? I'm ready. Go, Billy. We played with that ball all afternoon. Ethan loved it. Imagine being sold to go see this. He just needed a Wait, is that the kid from Breaking Bad? No. Sorry, that was the dog. That wasn't no, me. No. <laughs> Maybe you should teach your dog some manners. We spent every day together. Were they fighting over food? No, nothing in there. As the years went by, he dies three more times. <laughs> like that's the craziest part about this. Like, <laughs> hey, don't get too attached to this fucking dog. And by the way, I think the same owner, right? Like, 
Uh, well, I mean, I haven't seen it, so I, I, <laughs> and I never went. Good boy, bitch. Dude, are you fucking kidding me? Showing me this in a fucking trailer? happened? I was back. I didn't have a... I'm a girl? Good girl, good girl. Oh my god, why isn't that Paul Giamatti? needed again. And again. And again. Hi, you! With each new life, I was learning a new lesson. Hmm, have we met before? Where did you find that? Okay, ready? Go! <laughs> I tried to make sense out of all the things I'd seen. Was there a there, there, the journey of the space of realization? They can fit in. Could you imagine thinking you put that together that it's the same fucking dog? I mean, you just. <laughs> Ethan, why do you always have this dog with you? It's like a girlfriend replacement or something? <laughs> the dog's laughing at you. Dogs don't laugh. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> you know what? I'm putting that on Plex in the hopes that <laughs> Tina sees it on there. Dude, please, please do not. <laughs> Ruin your fucking life. Joe, dude, can you imagine how much you would fucking cry? <laughs> I know, dude. Like, like we're laughing, at, like, laughing at the words like euthanize and stuff. But it, it's fucking insane. It's, and, and like, you could not pay me to watch a movie about a dog dying four, four times. times. You can pay me to watch one one time. Joe, I don't want to see that. <laughs> movies where dogs die once are people are like i fucking sobbed for a fucking week afterward like fucking marley yeah. means watching four dogs die four dogs that's fucking nuts and kicking it off with a fucking puppy being euthanized is the most psychotic thing of all time oh <laughs> uh, anyway uh, anyway dragon dragon heart <laughs> dragon heart and Halloween was, let's get back into Dragonheart. Uh, <laughs> the movie that kicked all this off. Um, all right. Halloween Resurrection. Here we go. It's it. Evil finds its way home. Sort of. Uh, I've got, I've had so much to say. All right. So we open up with Lori giving an intro, talking about heaven or hell. You really think Lori's going to be in this, <laughs> see this one through, but that we are not that lucky. Uh, Lori is in a mental institution following the events of H2O, which, why? I'm, I don't really know why. She doesn't, I mean, she killed a she innocent like person. A... Well, I guess Michael's right. just following her around too, so. Yeah. I mean, it's been, it's been 20 years of torment. Yeah, so. yeah, that's true. Um, Breakdown. And then we get the retcon, the history of the retcon between two nurses who's like, oh, you didn't hear about Michael Myers? <laughs> and just tells us the entire story. Uh, so what happened is, by the way, Lori stabbed the fuck out of Michael and also hit him with an axe. And he died. And then he was put into it. This is the end of H2O. He's put into an ambulance. Lori hijacks the ambulance because she's like, not on my fucking watch. And then Michael wakes up and then she slams on the brakes, shoots Michael out of the fucking ambulance. 
and then runs him over, but also down a hill. So the van crashes as you, and then everyone probably picks up from here. The van crashes, it pins Michael and she chops his head off with an ax. Okay. So let's start with, she kills him in the house. The EMTs come in. Michael apparently swaps clothes with an EMT. Well, crushes his larynx. So that way he can't talk. Yeah. You can't tell him. Yeah. Very, so that's very, why he's not like, please, I'm not Michael Myers. Because Michael purposefully cu- crushes his larynx. And, and he's like reaching out to Jamie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And steals his clothes. Okay. So Michael's now dressed as an EMT. Michael's pretending to be an EMT at a place where there's other EMTs that would be like, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> <laughs> I drove here with one guy. That's not him. <laughs> Uh, but that's fine. Uh, puts hit, puts this guy in Michael Myers getup, bags him up, bags him and tags him, baby. Throws him in the ambulance. That's where Jamie picks him up, and then Jamie chops off the head of an innocent man, an EMT, and Michael is just free to walk away. Right. Are the events, how far ahead are the events? Three years. Three years. I answered it myself. Uh, three years later, Jamie Lee is now in Hillcrest. No, that was the first movie. She's in Grace Anderson Sanitarium. Hmm. She's also not taking so ma- her meds. There's so many sanitariums in the Haddonfield area. <laughs> and colleges. Well, I guess Hillcrest Academy is like high school, but... Also, the sprawling estate of the Myers house, uh, which doesn't look all that big from the outside. But once we get in it in this movie, boy, is it a fucking it's huge rooms and dungeons and tunnels underneath fucking Through the dungeon with, with like, <laughs> I mean, we'll get there. But but there's there's like chains to the wall and everyone's like, great. Do you do you think he was like tortured in here? He's fucking six years old when he lived there and committed the murder. Of course he wasn't. <laughs> what are you saying? I liked when they were like like the fake skeletons fell out and they were like these are the bodies of his victims. They they you you know they found the bodies of the victims. This is all <laughs> documented. <laughs> yeah, Michael. <laughs> in this universe, American, it's all well Michael known. is so like not discreet. You know. Yes. He's not. He's not burying anything. <laughs> no. Um, all right. So Lori isn't taking her meds. Um, she sees Michael out in the yard, which you would assume is her imagination. Like, you know, she's just thinking of Michael psych. It's not, he's out there farting around. Um, we get a couple of guards, uh, who mistake Michael. They, they, on the camera, they see, uh, Michael and they, they mistake him for Harold. A patient. Original. The original true crime podcast listener. <laughs> truly. Truly. And also a patient in a sanitarium who they allow to just dress up like serial killers and hang up serial killer facts in his room. And I think that would be discouraged. I, I just have a feeling they would not. They see him in a clown mask and they're like, who are you today, Harold? And he's like, um, John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> Listing off stats. Tommy Gacy stats. Oh, good old Harold. <laughs> just put an end to that. What are we doing? Just give him another fucking hobby. 
Um, but alas, they see Michael and they're like, that must be <laughs> the things that the, the, the lengths they went to, to try to explain bullshit in this movie are so dumb. Like <laughs> we have to get a character background on Harold just to, for Michael to get into the <laughs> building. And Michael, by the way, just yeah, walks into yeah, the sanitarium. Yeah, yeah, it, that's because more is less, or less is more in, in this universe. Yes. And to your point, they don't need to like just have. We've already sat through seven of them. Like, just have Michael show up. There's been no explanation for ninety percent of them. So. <laughs> yes, and like, it, yeah, it doesn't matter. Anyway, Michael is inside the sanitarium, and he's able to kill a guard, decapitate him, and put his head in the laundry uh, within several minutes. Not even several. I what am I saying? It's a minute. I, I don't mind this part. I gotta be honest, because it's kind of fast paced. Yeah, you didn't mind him climbing up into the ceiling and dropping down like fucking <laughs> gently. Well, no, I just meant I just meant the mur- how fast, how quickly he murdered. Them. All right, yeah. No, I don't <laughs> mind the murder happening so fast. It's just yeah. in the minute it took for him to do that, the other guard, the, the minute it took the other guard to walk in, Michael has. Dude, Michael has the greatest core strength of all time. Because in H2O, <laughs> he, he's hanging by that one that one hand. And then in a few minutes, he'll do it again. It's incredible. <laughs> His core strength is off the charts. Uh, anyway, uh, Michael is now free to roam because there's only two guards on staff in this massive sanitarium. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Michael very quickly finds Jamie's door. Uh, the effects of him banging into the door, the camera shaking effect on this scene. All right. Before we do this, would you recommend people watch this? <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Just because you have to see some of these fucking things, especially this. It, it's like this shaky camera to, to simulate him banging on the door. It's fucking asinine, but not as asinine as him walking through the door, <laughs> like walking in the door just crumbles in front of him, uh, and still somehow Jamie being able to escape from that. Do we do we talk about the mask yet? No, the mask is a piece of shit. I mean, we've talked about these masks in the past. We've talked about the mask before, but just again to hammer home this scene though in particular shows how bad the mask. One of the masks, one of many masks you'll see in this movie. I think they said there's four masks, one of them being CGI. One of the CGI ones out of this world. It's fucking nuts. But the mask in this moment is so fucking nuts. It It, it is. The hair is like spiked up. It's like Jersey Shore Michael Myers. It, it's so bizarre. It's so fucking bizarre. Um, the eyebrows are so like wait emphasized in this movie. Does he have eyebrows on other masks? You know, good question. Uh, like, so I feel okay. like Halloween. My- so we did a whole presentation on these in Wyborn. We somehow still. Yeah, so like the original, there are eyebrows, but they are, you know, it's like a normal mask. It's just like a, a wrinkle. Right? Okay. So, yeah, but the These eyebrows are, on this are one are fucking. So, like, <laughs> they fucking punch you in the face. Like the, 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 unbelievable. <laughs> Halloween resurrection mask. Let's pull up some pictures for people. Um, 
Because there's four of them. Dude, the face is so nuts. By the way, Trick or Treat Studios, for some reason, has decided to make replicas of this version of the mask. And I don't. I kind of I kind of might buy it. I, <laughs> you know what? I think how I'm much, with you. I think I'm how much with you. <laughs> Trick or Treat Studios. <laughs> There's a bunch of them out there, like 60 bucks. <laughs> Wearing this, this like sexy pursed lip Michael Myers mask. It's so wild. It's so wild. Um, I can't just, oh, dude, the CGI mask is fucking crazy. I, I'm trying to find like a good picture to show everyone. All right, this is makes for great fucking podcasting. Um. <laughs> so anyway, forget the fucking mask. Anyway, Lori um somehow gets the upper hand in that moment and escapes. Um, Lori gets him on the roof where she has constructed a Looney Tunes type trap. Uh, to get Michael, and she does. It's literally literally a snare trap, Looney Tune style. That was my exact thought too. A uh, snare trap without a tree, without without a tree. No, he's on top of a roof. A crane on a sanitarium roof for all the craning they need to do. Um, and she she's got Michael dead to rights. He's well, not really. He's hung upside down, pretty far from her. I I don't know what her actual plan was going to be, but he's also holding a knife. Like he can just cut himself free, <laughs> which he does later. In the same situation. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lori gets him. But Michael is like doing this thing where he's like grabbing his head, being like, oh. and that makes Lori flashback to H2O and realize in that moment that was a human, you know, that wasn't Michael. It was a person trying to get the mask off, trying to escape. So right. now she's like, oh shit, I don't want to kill an innocent person again. I got to get the mask off. Tries to do it. Uh, I don't know why. And then Michael pulls her down and uh, stabs her, throws her off the roof. The end. She, well, he, she kisses him on the lips and says, I'll see you in hell. And yeah. then she falls to her death. Now. <laughs> uh, Michael's mission is done. It's done. He has no reason to. <laughs> He's killed Lori. He's killed Lori. Even in nothing to do the the Cold of Thorns trilogy, like he's still after the bloodline because they kill off Lori, mm. and she has a daughter, and now he's he's trying to kill the daughter. Okay. Uh he has he has zero purpose in this film. Yeah, yeah. Also, I just thought of something. Wait. Also, before we get to that. He gives Harold the murder weapon, by the way. He walks by Harold's room and fucking gives him the fucking knife. I assumed <laughs> I assumed to frame him uh, or get them off the scent. Um, but they don't ever show that, so it doesn't fucking matter. Not only do that show that, what's his name, Harold? Yeah. He, he just immediately just starts spitting Michael Myers facts. Being like, oh, Michael Myers. And just listing all, all the people he's killed. Yeah, and then ends it with, now he's back. 
as Michael walks away. As Michael walks away through the fucking basement, which brings me to this thing I just thought of. Are we supposed to believe that Mike, the Myers house has a tunnel that leads to the sanitarium? Ooh, perhaps. And why? (laughs) (laughs) The suburb of 15 mile walk from the suburbs of Haddonfield to the sanitarium. I, I mean, listen, Sean, it's a real thing, and I only bring this up because, because Paul, Paul, likes, Paul likes to tell the story of how I got bullied into buying Tokyo Drift on a bootleg DVD. Those guys had a house in Waterbury, Connecticut that had a basement that you opened the, you opened the door in the basement, and it led you underground, and you re-entered in a cemetery. It's, it's true. I went down it, and they're like, yeah, it's just been here. So they they use it frequently, and they do exist. And I don't know why. Um, sorry, I just pulled up a page that says "Hot Take Reservations Mass wasn't great. Just get rid of the eyes. It's a, it's at number five in my top five masks. Wait, what? Is it, <laughs> He's saying it's number five in his top five masks. Okay, I'm actually a huge yeah, Halloween yeah. Resurrection fan. Dude, these people. Dude, get rid of the internet. Get rid of the internet. This guy wrote a fan film, Halloween Retribution. I don't, I'm not reading this. People like this mask. I mean, you're on Reddit. <laughs> what am I under? Halloween movies? Okay. I don't know how to use Reddit even. Disappeared <laughs> in a bonfire? <laughs> Reddit is wild. Some guy saw ashes in the bonfire and thinks it looks like Michael's mask. Dude. <laughs> Sorry, I gotta get fucking rid of this. <laughs> Dude, I gotta fucking get rid of this. Or else I'll just look at it forever. All right. Um, it was fucking nuts. So tune into the video version if you're a Patreon member. Uh, cut forward a year. So four years after the events of H2O, we meet Sarah, who goes to Haddonfield University. She also rides the moped through the corridors of her school like a fucking asshole. Um, and not in a rebellious way, just like a, <laughs> this is where I should be riding my moped way. Uh we got Sean Patrick Thomas as Rudy of Save the Last Dance Save fame. Last Dance Barbershop. Oh yes, Barbershop. He's pretty good in Barbershop. I love the Barbershop movies. Uh Brit uh Brittany Murphy knockoff, Katie Sackoff. Well, Katie yeah, Sackoff. She's in the Mandal- Mandal- Mandalorian. Dude, uh if anyone is listening and is interested, she has her own like YouTube channel where she does like podcast stuff. She has a video where she watches this movie for the first time because it was her first feature film and she like pauses it throughout and like gives like tidbits and just like shits on herself and everything else. Oh, that's funny. It's actually like, it's, it's a very good watch. She plays Jen Danzig. <laughs> Danzig, yeah. Um, 
Do you have any other cast members you wanted to highlight? I know your fucking boy from uh, Luck of the Irish is in it. Luck of the Irish, dude. He's the, he's the guy that he's the pen pal sending the one letter text. Yeah. <laughs> we have Th- Thomas Ian Nichols uh, from American Pie, Rookie of the Year. Oh, yes. Kevin yes, yes, American yes. Pie. Rookie of the Year is a fucking classic. It is. Also, I found that he is a singer and he remade he remade Bowling for Soups, which is already a cover song. But anyway, he re, he remade 1985 as 1999. It's fucking terrible. But uh, it, it also details the plot of American Pie. He released it like two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking amazing. And Tyra Banks. Tyra Banks is in it. Did we say her yet? Uh, no, we did not say Tyra Banks. Tyra Banks is in it. Uh, we're already so off track. I don't want to get more off track, but I recently found out. Did you ever? Um, I know the answer to this, but do you ever watch America's Next Top Model? Or is that what she did? What, what was her show? She did. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever watch it? No. So I, I saw a meme about it and I sent it to our friend Bryn and I was like, this is funny if it's true. And she was like, oh no, it is true. And the meme was about how it was like a, it was like how Tyra would make girls cut their hair just to eliminate them the next week. And she was, Bryn was like, no, Tyra Banks is a fucking piece of shit. Like she did fucking awful shit to those contestants and then would immediately cut them that week. Like, be like, chop off. If you don't shave your fucking head, you'll never be a model. You'll never make it. And, like, these girls with beautiful hair would, like, shave their heads. And she'd cut them that week anyway. She'd be like, yeah, sorry. Is that true? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. One girl, I guess one girl got, like, had to be hospitalized because she got frostbite because Tyra Banks made her hold ice cream in her hands for, like, hours for a photo shoot. And the girl was like... The girl was like, please, I can't hold these anymore. Tyra was like, you're a fucking idiot. You'll never make it. <laughs> this can't be. <laughs> Dude, it's fucking be. real. And it's, it's no. Frosting and from ice cream? I brought it up to another. Answer. I brought it up to another person. I brought it up to another person. And she was also like, no, those are real. Like, Tyra Banks was fucking awful to those women. Dude, I think 2000s reality shows were like off the charts crazy. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Cassandra Watson had to go to the hospital because the ice cream she was holding gave her frostbite. Holy shit. But like Tyro's screaming in her face the whole time, being like, You you're fucking worthless, you'll never make it. So she did it anyway, got frostbite, and then was eliminated. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. <laughs> so anyway, there's there's your little Tyra fact of the day. She's a fucking asshole. <laughs> And it was directed by uh, Rick Rosenthal, who also directed Halloween 2. Yeah. Yeah, you got a bad batch on this one. I feel I feel for him. You know? This is where you realize that there's a difference between, like, being a director and then, like, having to direct a movie you didn't write. You know? And producers that are fine with it. You know? And you're just kind of forced to just direct what they've given you. Yeah, I looked at his track record like after two. It's, it's not great. <laughs> so maybe he is an asshole. No, I mean he's <laughs> dog shit probably. <laughs> uh, Tyra and Buster Rhymes are the directors of an internet reality show called Dangertainment, which all the kids, I am not going to pretend to know their names because they're they all look the same. 
They all have bland names. I don't know any of them, but there's like six to eight of them. I'm not really even sure how many there are. Um, and the show's wait, I already mentioned that the show's called Danger Tainment, right? Yes. All right. And we also meet these two fucking bozos in a dorm room talking to internet women on the internet under pseudonyms. And the guy's like, I think I'm in love with her. And they've never met. And I don't know. Well, we know why they, they're setting this up, but there's nothing there for us. There's like, as the viewer, you're like, what the fuck is? And it's such a like quick thing where he's just like, I love her. I, we are in the chat rooms, Yahoo chat rooms together. And, then, and they don't meet at the end. There's no like real closure. He saves he saves her life. He saves her life. And then they even give you, they build in a moment where they could be like, he pops out and he, he showed up to the scene. And the end, the end with the news reporter. Yeah. yeah. He could have appeared through the crowd because she even mentions his name. She, she's like, I owe you everything. And like, like you're saying, if you're watching this for the first time, you'd be like, oh, he's going to pop out. You know, like in Die Hard when uh, when they're doing the stuff at the yeah. end and he punches the the reporter in the face, uh, like he'll just emerge from the crowd. But instead, it cuts back to the dorm room and everyone's just like, "Yeah," <laughs> his name was mentioned, <laughs> which is not, which is also, yeah, it's not, it's nuts, it's nuts, and it's also crazy because he messages her and he's like, I forget what he says, but he's he's like, "You look good" or whatever, or something like that. So she thinks he's there. And she's like, where are you? You can see me. And he's like, yeah, you're on the news. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Fucking idiot. You could have gotten laid that night, my guy. He's also going under How a fake name. How yeah, that's true. Too. How old is he? How- yeah, was he younger? Because than- he's in high school, right? No, he's in college. He's in dorms. They're all the same age. Are you sure? Yes. I'm, what are we doing? You sit you. <laughs> um, anyway. No, no, no. He's a freshman in high school. Get the fuck out of here. And how she's in college. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's just, he's just her pen pal. He's a, <laughs> he's a freshman in high school who's internet pen pals with Haddonfield University student Sarah Moyer. The relationship started when Sarah needed tech support to set up. <laughs> dude, dude, he has a, a, his own page. Has this guy, has the writer of this movie just never written a movie before? Just <laughs> no idea, like, structure what people want to see? She thinks he was a graduate. A graduate. Oh, they do mention that at the, the beginning. Game. They yeah. do mention. I just, I assumed when they said that, that it was, like, just amping up his, like, resume, basically. Not his fucking age. <laughs> yeah, no, he's a freshman in high school. <laughs> I thought they mentioned that because they were like, "Oh, you're you're a fucking moron. Like you're just like a frat bro or whatever." Uh, well, there you go. There you have it. A movie with zero stakes whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, this show, Dangertainment, we will see six kids staying in the house of Michael Myers. Yes. Um, I wrote this down. Uh, I said, I'm assuming this will be part of the movie. Otherwise, I don't know why it's here. Uh, and it's when that girl screams so loud that it shatters glass. And um, <laughs> it is not part of the movie outside of this. So, 
That's actually real useless. <laughs> Everyone comment Buster Rhymes is like, get her fucking screen ready. Um so the online nerds are watching the show live. It's being streamed live on the internet. So you can watch all the cameras and click through them because each person is wearing their own camera. Um, there's also cameras set up around the house. Uh, we see, we get a, a kill really early here. As the well, camera- before, before we get into the kill, can I just bring up two, two points? Sure. One, when Busta gives them their personal cameras that they're hooking to their, <laughs> to their clothing. I have never, first off, Busta is talking and it's like, the camera's up his nostril and we have to see it on the TV next to him. It's the most unflattering, stupidest angle I've ever seen. And then we watch the characters get their own cameras, which I guess is, would be kind of realistic if, you know, idiot college kids were getting them, but they're just putting it in their face. So you're seeing it through the camera, like zooming in on their face, being like, Whoa, like not doing anything <laughs> like, like fun or cool with it. Just literally just zooming it on their face. <laughs> and also I wanted to bring up, they, they do like, um, I don't know if it's the audition or if they're just giving like an introduction. It's one of the most piss poor attempts of a red herring I've ever seen. That one guy who's like, uh, he's like the grungy looking one. He's like Mike Myers. Oh my God. That was so fucking weird. And then he's like staring at the camera being like, you ever want to strangle the old lady in front of you in line? Like it's just, it was just a piss poor attempt of a red herring. Cause it never comes back in. And then also I love that um, our boy from, what was his name? Uh, Sean Patrick Thomas. Um, he blames it on Mike. He blames because they're asking them why Michael Myers yeah. killed, and he blames it on Michael Myers' diet. And he brings this up more than once in the movie, and he, he accuses him of eating too much protein, which I've actually like never <laughs> of like all the fad diets, like everything. I've never heard of too much protein making somebody go insane. Of course not, <laughs> dude. Everyone ev- they interview each person and they give their little thesis about Michael Myers, and it's the most insufferable shit of all time. It, it's just all awful. Um, but that goth kid, red herring guy, was that honestly like offended me because again. <laughs> You opened this with uh, revealing that Michael is alive and, and and killing and out there. If you had not given us that, and then Michael shows up, but you also have this kid that like is obsessed with Michael and like obsessed with murdering people or whatever the fuck. Sure, we might think he might have donned the Michael Myers because Michael Myers is dead to us. That that would have worked. And also we find out Busta Rhymes has a Michael Myers mask and is playing Michael Myers unbeknownst to the cast. So you could have had like two Michael Myers show up and one of them be that kid. And like, you don't know if it's real Mike Myers, blah, blah. And then a real Michael Myers. The options to write this movie. The good, the bad, and the ugly of Michael Myers. (laughs) All 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 three different fucking masks. (laughs) 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 The real Michael Myers has a mustache painted on (laughs) <laughs> uh, the ecstasy of gold is playing fuck <laughs> uh, you know I this is the upsetting part about this movie because again you could have pulled it off to make it at least like entertaining and like just not like infuriating like it's it, it's 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 infuriating to me Um, the masks especially they're just nuts I don't want to see his eyeballs. I don't want to see his eyeballs like you see them in this. You know? 
You shouldn't, you shouldn't see his eyes. Um, anyway, so that's that. Oh, uh, the guy setting up the cameras gets stabbed with the sharpest tripod ever made. Sharpest yeah, instrument I thought it was ever a, made. I, I thought it was a bayonet at first. <laughs> and Tyra, who's watching all the cameras, misses this because she's making coffee. <laughs> uh, and honestly, it's, it's like an eight minute kill, too. It is the longest fucking kill. And Sarah, uh, our girl Sarah, she uh, see they they show up to the house and see Michael Myers in the window, but does not say anything to anyone. Even after Buster Rhymes is like, "There's literally no one here, nothing is staged, it's all real." And she sees Michael Myers in the window and is like, "It's fine." <laughs> also, speaking of Sean Patrick Thomas being on a health kick, remember when he was like looking through the kitchen? Because by the way. They, they enter the house and immediately just start digging through his shit. They just start digging around or the house trying to find shit. Yeah. Sean Patrick Thomas opens the fucking... Oh, I guess this was just supposed to be a clue that it was like a setup. But again, you don't need to... Why is this happening? He opens the cabinet and is like, fresh herbs? <laughs> what? Anyway... Uh, remember when Geraldo Rivera went into like Jimmy Hoffa's vault or whose vault was no, it? No, it, no, no. It's fucking Al Capone. Oh. It's, it's like the biggest buildup of all time. And I feel like that's what this show would have been without an actual, that like without the actual Michael Myers showing up. <laughs> like they found some old paprika. Uh, meanwhile, Michael's just standing around in doorways and rooms holding a knife and people are just walking by him. People are in the same room as him and then, like, not noticing him. Right. And also, what was he waiting for? Also, how is this house, like, 10,000 square feet? Like, it is <laughs> it is not, like, it's a big house, but it's not that, like, there's six fucking people in there. Right. Somebody would fucking see him, like, immediately. Anyway, kids are exploring. Um Nerds are uh, texting her already. Someone's in the hall. Someone else is in the. Or no, they don't, they're not texting yet. They just see they they see him in the hall. And they're like, "What was that?" Um, we also get some incredible commentary from some of the contestants. This guy, I think, this is the goth kid. He goes, "I think Michael Myers had a fit of rage he couldn't control, like a klepto or a pyro." Yeah, man, that's like fucking every serial killer, man. Like what? what yeah. What fucking deep thought? <laughs> Ugh, it's like he couldn't control it. He just got so mad. Uh, one of the guys is killed uh, because he's talking to a mirror. <laughs> Michael Myers bursts through both the wall and the mirror and uh, stabs him to death without anyone noticing, which is good. Yeah. Going through a fucking wall. Um. Two of the kids find a key. It leads to a dungeon of the Myers house, uh, which has a million skeletons in it. And it has learned. They figure out that Busta and Tyra have set all of this up, which is supposed to build in a sense of. Uh, uh, what would the word be? Uh, make people second guess some of the crimes they might see if. If they found a dead body, why would they believe it? You know, 
supposed to suspend their disbelief of things that are happening. Uh, But that is immediately thrown away because they decapitate a woman. (laughs) They Michael decapitates a woman in front of everyone and everyone's like, it's all real. So like they, they don't suspend disbelief for very long. Right. And and to the viewer, we also see immediately after this, this scene where they see all the skeletons, uh, this is where we see Buster Rhymes dressed as Michael Myers with a Michael Myers mask come face to face with the real Michael Myers. And the real Michael Myers has, dude, the real Michael Myers has a knife in his hand. Buster can like barely, first off, I can't emphasize enough that you should watch this movie for this scene alone because like the lips on the Michael Myers oh mask my Buster Rhymes is, is wearing are somehow moving perfectly. They're through. so funny. <laughs> it's so it's, funny. <laughs> but Buster Rhymes chews out Michael Myers for like five minutes of screen time. Just like, what the hell are you doing, you fucking idiot? <laughs> Be in the other room. Why are you dressed like me? And like he goes on and on and on, literally for five minutes that you watch him. And Michael just sits there until he just like gets frustrated and walks away with his like honestly puts his like head down and walks away with his tail between his legs. <laughs> like why would he not just stab us? It was the moment? fucking dumbest. Nobody thing. was down there. Nobody like like uh, it would be the easiest kill Michael would have the entire movie. I loved that scene. That was so nuts. That was so nuts. Busted just fucking tears into him. Cursing him out. That that was actually, so, so like halfway through the five minutes, you're like, I can't believe Michael's not killing this guy. And then the other half, you're like, I can't like, imagine somebody talking to you like that for five minutes. (laughs) Just in general. It's honestly nuts. He's like, what are you fucking dumb? You stupid fucking idiot. Get the fuck back there. I'm Michael. You're an asshole. Get out of here. Get a fucking brain. I don't want to see your face. Buster doesn't even like catch his breath or allow the other person to retort. It just carries on and on and on until he finally finally leaves. Should Busta have gotten more screen? Yeah, dude. more movie work after this. I think yes. I think so too. Actually. He, Actually, he is the highlight. He is the highlight of the movie. I was expecting him to be way worse, and he is pretty fucking good. Yeah, like I said, the first time that we watched this for the show, I, like I hated it, and I hated him. And this time, I'm like, Buster's pretty good in this. He's playing a part. I mean, he's playing himself, but <laughs> like they were like, just say it like Busta, like you know what I mean, like for sure. But um, still. There's, there's there's a spot for that in Hollywood. Anyway. Michael leaves and kills another girl. Pushes her into an iron gate that's somehow in the dungeon of the fucking Myers house. The Myers an house. An iron gate in the basement of a suburban home. Uh, it's a whole tunnel system. CGI mask. Well, actually, the masks switch within the same scene, which I did not realize. Like... There's a scene of Michael standing in the dark, but depending on the camera angle, when it changes, which it changes, like it goes back and forth a few times, it goes from a CGI mask to the shit mask to the CGI mask to the shit mask. It's like, that just seems so unnecessary. (laughs) (laughs) That just seems like so excessive. Um, 
Michael attacks. What was I? What is this? Oh, oh, okay. Michael, Michael attacks the group of kids, but it turns out just to be Freddie, who is Buster Rhymes, um, <laughs> who's like, who then reveals that it's all fake. And they're like, you, are you fucking kidding me? You fucking piece of shit. Like, how dare you? Did you what, what did you, what did you think was like, that is the most deranged shit I've ever seen. Like, come on, get a, get a grip. And the, the- this is the part that I was saying before that I liked because like immediately so so they think he's Michael and they start attacking him and Buster is just yelling or Michael at that point is just yelling like cut the cut the cameras, cut the cameras. So the all the cameras cut to the viewers so they can't see like the reveal. And yes. that's when Buster's like, nobody wants to actually watch you fucking idiots just be in a house together. Like something has to happen to get people invested. Like you yeah. need the razzle dazzle. Uh, and like I wish that was kind of more of the focus. Here we are. The, this movie can work. This movie can fucking work. And they just chose every option to make it like the worst. <laughs> like, could you imagine reading the script? Like, just think about it for a second. Like, you would just be like, let's just do this. Let's just do this. Right? This sounds fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Why don't we just do this? Because that makes so much more sense. But anyway, that's that. This is what we're left with. Jen. Old Jen here. Uh, I don't know why I'm calling her Jen. No one knows who that is. I haven't used the name once in this episode. <laughs> Jen finds one of the dead guys. Um, but then Michael cuts off her head with a kitchen knife in front of everyone. One fell swoop. One fell swoop with a kitchen knife. Uh, and, uh, we cut to the dorm and everyone's like, this is fake, but our nerd here calls 911 <laughs> and they are very prompt. They'll take their sweet time getting there until, uh, everything has happened. Yeah. <laughs> they don't, they don't come. <laughs> um, now Michael just is on a killing spree. He gets one kid, crushes his head with a fucking with his hands, crushes his skull with his hands. Uh, I have no idea how many kids are left at this point. Two, three, who cares? They just they're just all wandering around by themselves. Um, Sean Patrick Thomas is next, um, and Michael's once again, once again, is arguing like for a diet change to Michael. <laughs> And then starts doing the Britney Spears knife dance with Michael, and Michael's bobbing and weaving like it's a fucking boxing match. Like, Michael's agility <laughs> is unmatched in the horror universe, <laughs> which is wild. His agility is crazy, man. Uh, truly bobbing and weaving these knives, um, and then stabs the shit out of Sean Patrick Thomas with them. And and lifts them up and sticks them to a door. Which I mean, talk about talk about like underutilized. Sean, Sean Patrick Thomas is great in like every movie that he's in, and you forget he's in here until he's on the screen. And he does nothing. And the weird thing is, he was always good as a um, like comic. Like, well, he wasn't always good in in Barbershop. I think he showed his like comedy chops, like that he had some. Like, yeah. I love those movies. 
Dude, that scene in not another teen movie where he shows up. And oh, like, yes. And, and the guy's like, hey, what are you doing here? Like, <laughs> yes, it's supposed yes. to be one of us. He's yes, great. That's fucking great. Uh, I, I think he's got like, like, and you could have used him as the comic relief here, which he kind of was in a way. Uh, and, and like you're saying, underutilized and a name at the time, right? What year did this come out? Yeah, this is 2002. So Save the Last Dance was, was hot. That's just a couple years earlier, but like, that's crazy. Same with same with uh, the American Pie Kid, also underutilized. And American American Pie was huge. I I'm looking at this. Wait, by the way, do we see Tyra die on screen? They're putting me on the spot here. I don't. Remember Joe, I don't think they fucking kill. I don't think they killed Tyra Banks on screen. I think we're just supposed to infer that by the puddle of blood that she slips on. No, 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 um, she is like suspended in the air or like hanging, but she, we find her that way. Right. Yeah. yeah, You don't see her killed. One of the characters looks fucking nuts. That's fucking nuts. Okay. So wait, I'm, I'm just looking at the resurrection poster right now. You got, it's a knife blade with all their faces in it. Right. You got Jamie Lee's face front and center. Okay. You got Tyra, who might have less screen time than Lori or Jamie Lee. Truly, like, screen time, right? Like, true screen time. Like, she's only in those extra shots. You got Busta, fair. You got Sean Patrick Thomas in the back, and then the girl that plays Sarah behind him. Like, this cat, the cast was way too fucking big. And get Jamie Lee off the fucking cover. That's wild. That's wild to me. Like, yeah. was Tyra just uh, because of her name, I guess? I don't know, man. They, they, had, they had the star power. They, they failed. Like you said, they could have had comedic relief with, with Sean Patrick Thomas or with the kid from... Uh, why, why, why do all of them have three names? But the kid from uh, American Pie. But instead, Buster Rhymes is both the comedic relief and like the last man standing. It's yeah, yeah. And I don't think that was intentional. <laughs> I don't think so either. Um, man, that's so wild. And Tyra's coming off of Coyote Ugly from this movie and Love and Basketball. Okay, well, <laughs> give her zero screen time. You know, makes sense. Put her on the fucking cover. Uh, so I think we just have Sarah at this point who's begging at the cameras for help. She's like, please help me. Please help me. And the nerdy chat boy, uh, starts chatting with her through Yahoo, through their cell phones. Um, and she's telling, he's telling her where Michael is in the house. Cause they're watching the cameras. They're like, so they're helping guide her, um, through Again, this 500,000 square work. foot house. Could work if somebody had, had a brain involved. <laughs> Not a bad premise. No, dude. That's actually a great premise. Like, because, like, if you really think about that, like, early on in the text. Trying to type it as quickly as you can, and he's moving, and, like, she gets it delayed. It could be, like, she gets it late and makes the wrong move. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's a cool idea. Uh, She ends up on the roof, which turns out to be, like, 
the Halloween movie's favorite place in these later movies. Just <laughs> constantly on roofs from like four on. Just always on a fucking roof. Michael loves to get up there. Um, she does not jump off to escape. She doesn't do anything to try to escape. She just gets keeps going back into the fucking house. Which will be a theme for the rest of the movie. Like, dude, Buster Rhymes is breaking windows. Like, huge windows that you could just walk out of. And no one is leaving the house for whatever reason. Um, they want to win the, they want to be on danger tainment. Uh, but she comes back into the house from there. Um, and then Busta is back ready to fight. And he is do it. He's ready to do some fucking Kung Fu, baby. He's doing Kung Fu. Not now, no fist fighting. Kung Fu. Kung Fu, which he has learned from watching Bruce Lee movies, which we know because they built it into the movie. They showed a scene for some reason of Buster Rhyme watching Bruce Lee and him being like, this fucking rules. (laughs) (laughs) And he has learned full on Kung Fu from watching Bruce Lee. And uh, he's good at it too. He's very good. Being that skilled at it from just watching Bruce Lee. (laughs) That would be so sick. Uh, he is just screaming, Michael, come see me. And then, you know, roundhouse kicking him <laughs> through, through walls. <laughs> Sarah, it looks like Busta's kind of got, you know, beating the shit out of him. Sarah jumps out of nowhere, wraps a phone cord around his neck, but then does nothing with it. So you're like, that's a weird scene. <laughs> that's a weird fucking scene. But then Busta comes and fucking kicks him out a window. <laughs> And then the the phone cord gets caught on the roof and hangs Michael Myers from the roof. And we watch his hands like, you know, shake. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, They think they're safe, but she gets a chat message. He's still alive. I don't know what camera they're using to see that, but whatever. Maybe there's one on the outside of the house for some reason. Uh, and that's it. That's it. They, he's still alive. He He's cut himself down much like he should have done in the, the first one. Um, uh, also Busta for some reason is like Mike's been living in this house for 20 years. I don't I think that's true. <laughs> I mean, we, we know that's not right. Right. He's, <laughs> he's been out. He was out four years ago. <laughs> I, I mean, again, I guess he's saying while he was out, that's like he was coming back through that tunnel oh. in the basement. I guess I, I guess I have to think of the timeline. But like, wouldn't I, Loomis is at that house every fucking second, telling that's the that's the one thing Loomis was good for is being like he's coming to this house. Yeah. So if he was living there for the, for the last twenty years in the basement, <laughs> I mean looked- the city the city has failed. <laughs> the institution has failed. Um, yeah, uh, and Busta is like talking about this, and then she gets a message in the chat room that's like, He's right behind you, <laughs> and he stabs Busta. I was very bummed out about that, <laughs> I was very sad about that. So, Sarah's on the run, she's getting sliced, she's kicking Michael, you know, the usual. Still in the fucking house. No one's made an attempt to leave. Uh, ends up in the production room somewhere uh, in the house, the garage, maybe. I don't know. Um, 
Michael gets in there, can't find her. She pulls out a chainsaw, which that would be fucking sick way to end Michael right there. You know, chainsaw. It sure would. Yeah. Her inability to use a chainsaw is wild. Uh, she grazes Michael a couple times. And uh, that's it. That's that's it. <laughs> uh, but she starts a fire in the process. But don't. Yeah. But Sarah gets knocked down. Michael adds her dead to rights. But thank fucking goodness. <laughs> Busta is back. Trick or treat. Ready for more kung fu. Trick or treat, motherfucker. So I think here's here's what I'm gonna. I, I would like to maybe offer you another suggestion about your stance on this movie. Okay. I don't think the movie's fun. I think Buster Rhymes is fun. <laughs> no. Okay. Movie's fun. And you know what? I like it even more. I it's like not. It even more it's not. About it. It's not. Three I stars. More. Three stars. Three stars? <laughs> I gave it 2.5 at first. Get the Three. fuck out. I mean, that's fucking generous, too. Oh, wow. Okay. So lock this guy up. Um... Listen, this is like, what do you call it? Uh, Stockholm Syndrome. It is. I, I am so in love with the Halloween franchise after going through, we've been doing this for 10 fucking years, and I, Halloween's already been my favorite movie, and I'm just going to, revisiting the sequels every year, I'm all in. I'm all in. Just give me, just give me the Halloween movies. I'm going to, I'm going to feel the same way about these pieces of shit, Halloween ends, and Halloween kills in 15 years anyways, so. Dude, I was thinking about that. I was thinking about that. What the fuck is that thing? What? Do you see that thumbs up come up over your face? No. What? That. <laughs> you don't see that? <laughs> yeah, I see it now. First, you scared the shit out of me. Why? I don't why? know. Fuck. Why? why? How, do you, how do you get rid of it? <laughs> That was fun. That was a fun little glitch. Um, Get rid of it? Yeah, I think so. What was that? I don't know. I do. I didn't. T- I wasn't even touching. Is it an Apple set? It's got to be like an Apple setting. Um. I mean, it's never happened before. Well, I mean, I don't know what to tell you, pal. <laughs> well, anyways, this movie's good. This movie sucks. Um. No, here's my thing. Uh. I, I am concerned that we will like the the David Gordon Green ones in the future. I am very sad. I'm a, I'm afraid to eat crow on those. Uh, I don't want to, Listen, but I will. We we just got <laughs> Rob Zombies comes first. You know we'll we'll come around on the zombie both zomb. of the zombie ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, I just was never a Halloween guy. I never was. I, I wasn't. It just wasn't. It wasn't that I didn't like it. It was just that I, I didn't see it when I was younger. You know what I mean? It didn't capture my imagination. I saw it when I was older. I, I, I there, there are, trust me, there are franchises that I like that are dog shit. So, um, you know. Do tell. Well, you know, we could start with It's Alive, which we've already covered uh, no, recently. I, which... I knew it. I was waiting for you to say it. <laughs> I know, I know it's technically a franchise, but calling it's alive a franchise is so wild. Three fucking movies, my I know, God. no, I know, I, I know. <laughs> the it's alive franchise. <laughs> the it's Who's alive multiverse. <laughs> putting money into that. 
I recently shared, it was like after we talked about it, like a poster where they played, like I've, I've never seen this besides like the uh, end game where they were like, we're going to play the, you know, the, the last two movies back to back. So you know exactly what's going on. Like that was the last time I saw that, you know, happen. And I saw a poster where they were like, we're playing It's Alive and then It's Alive 2 <laughs> together. I was like, who was seeing that. Like, I know I love them, but like, I also recognize like how insane that is, but theaters were doing it, man. The original. Sure. They're making, making lots of money off. (laughs) Theater closed down a week later. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Uh, so bust the trick or treat motherfucker. He fights him with a broom handle, which he's now using as a bow staff. Uh, he thinks he's got busted dead. Um, or he, yeah, Michael gets the upper hand in that thinks he's got busted dead to rights. Now, by the way, Michael is so easy to trick because everyone in this movie is constantly just like, Hey, over here, stupid. And then Michael, doesn't kill the person he's about to kill and then just goes after the other person. <laughs> that happens like four times to Michael in this movie. Um, but anyway, he thinks he's got Busta dead to rights, but uh, Busta shocks him in the nuts. Dude, in, that's not an exaggeration. Shocks him in the fucking dick. <laughs> takes a fucking like electrical cable and electrocutes his dick. <laughs> <laughs> This is the way we wanted... You know what? The first way we killed Michael, we can't end on that. We need Buster Rhymes to electrocute his cock. And, and that's so not even what kills him. Like, that, that doesn't drop him to his knees. That doesn't... You know, his heart doesn't, doesn't go to cardiac arrest. He stumbles backwards into even more hanging wires. And just gets completely electrocuted and then lit on fire. Which also, I think Buster Rhymes uses his... Co-director's blood as a uh, as, as, <laughs> as like a current. He like electrocutes the blood, which electrocutes Michael. He's standing in it. Um. Hey, Mikey! Happy fucking Halloween. <laughs> His line delivery is a plus. We watch Michael burn to death, and the Myers house has burned to the ground. Busta gives one more insane monologue. I was going to pull it up, but I really don't feel like it now. Um, should I? Should I play it or no? Play it, dude. Fuck it. It's Halloween. It's Halloween. It's Halloween. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Dude, well, you know you know what I love? Like While you're pulling it up, Sarah is the final girl, right? And yes. she has no connection to Michael Myers. This no. is her first encounter ever with Michael Myers. Like I, there, there's nothing for her to say what she says, and they're like, <laughs> I'm trying to find her exact quote, but um, oh, they're like, how do you feel now that it's over? And she just like looks at him, and like, how do you know that it's over? Why? Of course it's fucking over. You watch him burn to death. I'm so glad we had the same thought because I thought that was so fucking bizarre for her to say because it's like, wait. <laughs> What do you know about this guy? Like, if Jamie I, said that, you'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You saying it? <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> this fucking bozo. This fucking dingbat. Oh, wait. 
Michael Myers is not a sound bite, spin off, tie in, some kind of celebrity scandal. Michael Myers is a killer shark. Baggy ass overalls. He gets his kicks off of killing everything and everyone that he comes across. That's all. Done dancing for these cameras. Let's get out of here, Sarah. But how are you feeling right now? <laughs> how am I feeling now? You wanna know how I'm feeling right now? Feel this. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Buster. That scene is insane. Uh, but, hey, you know what? Buster delivered the material that he was given, you know? Buster was great. So it's great. You know what? This movie is three stars. Three stars. Three stars. <laughs> all around. <laughs> I would love for somebody to make a spreadsheet of uh, our, like... <laughs> change of reviews throughout <laughs> throughout the course of the show what a task but uh, uh I, even through an episode like do it. even through an episode <laughs> <laughs> so, like even do that um anyway uh that's that they load michael into an ambulance uh sarah's like let me see his face which again like sarah has no vested interest in this like she this is the first time Acting like fucking Lori here, like being like, let me finally see his face. You and by the way, the the firemen or EMTs or whatever are like just let her look at his fucking disfigured face for some reason. They're like, okay, well, you asked for it. Uh turns out that face isn't that bad. And he still has the fucking mask on. Right. So well, we see Michael being wheeled into a morgue. Because this movie never ends. <laughs> uh, the uh, mortician unzips the bag, appears to start trying to take off the mask, and we see Michael's eyes shoot open. The end. Or is it? <laughs> it, was. And it was the end. It was the end, right? Very long time. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was the end... That's the end of that. I mean, that I, mean original, I mean, yeah. The original line. The the, yeah, that is. <laughs> well, I guess. Good not. job, Lori. Good job. <laughs> I mean, I mean, well, there's so many lines, but yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. That is, I, of all the franchises, they're the only one to really do that, which I think is kind of cool. Do have have the multiple. Yeah, like, I don't know. I kind of like, that's actually kind of fucking awesome that they're just like <laughs> splinters, <laughs> splinter groups of fucking movies <laughs> that are like, no, we continued it from here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a true multiverse. Yeah. Dude, dude, what if the, okay, so I, for those of you that don't know, they sold the rights to the Halloween to uh, a group for television. I forget which group, what production company got it. Um, but they got the rights to make television shows based on the Halloween franchise. I just thought of this because it's obviously not going to be like all Michael all the time. It's going to be a fucking nightmare. But <laughs> but where do you go for a little extra story in the Myers saga? The Thorns. The Thorn. Cult of Thorn. Dude, if this TV show focuses on Cult of Thorn, I'm I'm fucking all in. Dude, imagine it picks up from fucking six. 
Uh, count me in. Well, because Cult that of guy Thorn is a whole like you could do a lot with Cult of Thorn. You could go to the backstory of Cult of Thorn. You could, you know what I mean, dude. dude yes, <laughs> and you could then and then you could tie in Halloween three as yes. well with Stonehenge yes. and the fucking witches and the Cult of Thorn. Give it to me. Somebody, somebody, get me on the phone. <laughs> I got some pitches for you, and get Daniel Farron's back on because uh, let's <laughs> let's bring eight. Let's bring eight back. Let's bring eight. In. Yeah, dude, you do a, like a little made-for-TV movie to launch the fucking series. Do his eight, but I wouldn't be surprised if the show picks up from six, and I would fucking love that. Another splinter off of six. Ah, oh. I mean, I mean, I, listen, I am with you, and I want that. I would 1,000% be surprised if they picked up a fucking (laughs) major TV show. (laughs) Well, you know what? You have a first episode, part six. You also have a bigger cast of characters to pull from. Like, you could pull back, because everything's about nostalgia now. You could pull Paul Rudd in for an episode. You know, if you want to spend some cash, some cashish. Could be be a real multiverse thing. Really? Truly. I would love it. I would love it. Danielle Harris, she's begging for work on her fucking podcast over there. Is she? Is she? Is she? Dude, truly. Dude, her and her little partner, fucking the girl from Halloween, the Halloween remakes. What's her fucking name? Oh, um. She, yeah, I know. I know they are know. fucking. All I can think of is t- Taylor Momsen. They are Sorry. fucking nightmares. <laughs> They are fucking nightmares. Uh, our friend Lexi uh, listens to that show, but like t- Scout Taylor Compton. That's it. Uh, they are Wait. fucking nightmares. She would send me like clips of them. Like she like hate listens to them <laughs> because she's like, it's fucking nuts. They like tried to start beef with Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's because they're begging for work. They're like, truly, like, that's what they do. They just go on and are like, how dare they not invite? Why the fuck would they invite you? Could you imagine that? <laughs> Two fucking weirdos, especially Scout Taylor. Get a, get a fucking grip. <laughs> Inviting the girl from the Rob Zombie franchise. Like, yeah, let's acknowledge that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking moron. <laughs> It's a fucking new set of movies. That's like real Hollywood budget. Like, you know, David Gordon Green, you know, true Hollywood like shit. <laughs> the girl That's actually real four, funny. The girl from four, five and six, the idiot from Rob Zombie's movies. <laughs> wow. I can't imagine why they didn't fucking bring us on. <laughs> and also they're like selling like nude calendars. <laughs> Of themselves. Yeah, bring them out there. They'll just be hawking their fucking OnlyFans on the red carpet. <laughs> I'm reading about I'm reading about her right now. Dude, it's a fucking disaster. <laughs> uh anyway. Yeah, she's in the she's in the Ice Nine Kills music video. Yeah, well that tracks. <laughs> you're 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 an Ice Nine Kills hater, right? I don't want to say why 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 you why you, you just trash <laughs> horror, horror horror stars. You don't want to 
Voice your I don't want to. Hey, listen, I don't want to fucking rub <laughs> Ice Nine kills the wrong way. They might make a song about a another stupid movie that. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> They're great. I was, I was I was literally asking. Do you? Yeah, of course I hate them, Joe. <laughs> They're not music. No offense. I just here's my problem. I know, <laughs> I know a lot of listeners listen to them, so I just need to behave myself. Uh, and I appreciate Dude, I, that's that's where that's why I am like bamboozled right now because I know a lot of listeners love Danielle fucking Harris probably more so than the amount that love Ice Nine kills. <laughs> so I'm just I'm I'm just hoodwinked at the uh where where you where you were being cautious <laughs> well like like here's my here's my thing okay that's true but also like ice nine kills they're just making music like if you like it that's fine like i don't i i don't care daniel harris is like putting herself out there as a stupid idiot and like okay, <laughs> i get your point i get your point you know what i'm saying ice nine kills they're just yeah. making fun music like if you like it fuck it Daniel Harris is a fucking moron. <laughs> if you want to come on the show, Daniel, though, I'd be happy to talk to you. <laughs> I can't believe we don't get any celebrity guests ever. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. That, that's a, Dude, big, ta- that's a big loss in the celebrity category. So I, we talk about all the time how we know that like people listen to us in movies. I, like some of my stories recently have had like I don't know if I sent you the screenshot have had like legitimate people with like confirmed that are in movies just viewing them, but like liking all of them, but then refusing to follow me or like acknowledge my. It's existence. so weird. It's so weird. It's so weird. Yeah, we've we've found that to be a thing. But that's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> I really like this post that you just did, but I have a movie with Danielle Harris coming out, so I can't acknowledge your existence. <laughs> and why everyone reaches out to you and not me. <laughs> I I guess I'm not approachable. I guess I guess I'm, I appear not very approachable, uh, which I'd like to keep it that way if, if possible. So <laughs> I do love you all, but. Anyway, can I just like <laughs> exit this Here conversation <laughs> before I shoot myself in the foot any, any more times? Um, that's Halloween Resurrection, a great Halloween event for you. I think those beers got me drunk. I think that's what it is. I had two beers. On yeah. I feel like a little cuckoo. That's and, nuts. Yeah. All right. That's it. Halloween Resurrection. Next week, we start Cannonball Run Month. Um, oh, fuck yeah. Dude, I'm legit watching Cannonball Run. <laughs> Can we do Cannonball Run for a bonus episode? Can we do all three for a bonus episode? We should do all three throughout the month. We don't have to do all three. Right? Well, no, yeah, so that's what I meant. I, wasn't, oh. I was suggesting doing three in one. That would be fucking psychotic. <laughs> Wait, are we doing... Okay. Are we doing all three or are we doing... Cannonball Run, Rat Race, 
What was the other one? It's a mad, mad, mad. It's a mad, 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 mad world. <laughs> you know what? Let's do all three cannonball runs. And those two. <laughs> I'm sold. I'm all in. Uh, next month is Cannibal Month. That's going to be very exciting. Um, very excited for the live show next month, too. Mark it in your calendars. Uh, November 18th. Until Joe tells me he can't do that day. Uh, but for right now, it's November 18th. <laughs> uh, we will find out if that is accurate. Uh, and we are doing the House of a Thousand Corpses. And uh, we should probably post details this week about the uh, Rob Zombie uh, ex- exorcist thing that we want to do. The, the uh, Oh, yeah. In honor of the uh, original um, for our Thanksgiving episode. We'll do that for the live show. We're doing House of a Thousand Corpses and a live live reading, live table read of Rob Zombie's exorcist. I think we should, I think we should somehow get together. I think we should do it at oh, a house. Oh, it should be in person. It yeah. should be in person. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would be fucking fun as fuck. Well, we could do it in my garage if you wanted. Yeah, that's fine. Freezing. To I don't know why I'm suggesting that. Yeah, we, well, we could literally just go to someone's house. <laughs> we could just use my living room. Just not, pa- just not my house where my kids are sleeping. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I won't have a child here, so maybe we. that's probably... All right, so we'll go, we'll go to your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen... I'm not going to persuade anyone to do anything, but you, you need to have Pazuzu insult like a Marx brother and then have Father Marin <laughs> go on a tirade about disrespecting Zeppo. <laughs> That's true. That is very true. <laughs> um, so next so week... Oh, what's that? I, I, I just... I actually really am into the idea of a Rob Zombie exorcist because that's what that's what he would do. Pazuzu would say like the most <laughs> filthy thing about the priest's mom, and then as soon as he insulted like, the, the unknown, the unknown Marx brother, the priest would be like, "How dare you, fuck!" And then like list things that he did behind the scenes. <laughs> uh, I'm so excited. Um, so we got Cannibal. Apocalypse next week, aka Cannibal Cannibal in the Streets. <laughs> why? Why? Who chose this one? Uh, me. It's got John Saxon in it. Sold. The, you're, oh, it's that one with that cover. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's got a bunch of Italian actors. <laughs> Apocalypse uh, Domani. Yeah, the film combines the cannibal film genre with a forerunner of Margaretti's Vietnam War films. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I am that that is like the highest sell point you could have possibly given me it looks fucking wild uh so we're gonna kick it off with that uh then we got hill the hills have eyes remake um house of a thousand corpses live show and then of course you can't have a cannibal month without cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers chud What what was the second one? Uh, the Hills Have Eyes remake. Okay. I don't know why I chose the remake. Wait, have we, we done, done the original? The original? <laughs> I think we did the second one. <laughs> Actually, I'm pretty positive we did the second one. I think we did. I think we did. I think we did. I'm like 90% sure we did. 
Good. <laughs> That's fucking psychotic. <laughs> Uh, I get, you gotta love it. You gotta love the horror show. Just a classic. Just a classic. Uh, I'm gonna look it up. Hang on. Hills. Oh God. Yes, Joe. We <laughs> we did the Hills Have Eyes part two. <laughs> but not the first one. Correct. <laughs> All right, remake it is. Why did we do that? Maybe we- <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> Everyone's favorite, The Hills Have Eyes, part two. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I, I'm very actually very curious like what the logic was and why we why neither of us were like, why don't we just do the first one? <laughs> because this is what we owe. <laughs> Oh, fuck. (laughs) All right. We got to end this. It's fucking late. Uh, Thank you all so much. Uh, Thank you to Joe. Thanks all of you for listening. Happy Halloween, everyone. Yeah, happy Halloween. And for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. I die, 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 I die